0: Oh, was fell asleep at the wheel. Welcome to the Educated Food Podcast. Uh, I am one half of the Educated
1: Fools, Dr. J. And I'm your other half, Jarrell. Welcome back every week to another
0: Welcome back. Episode. And like we start off every episode, continue to listen to us, continue to share us out, like us, follow us. Follow us on Instagram, Educated underscore Educated Food Podcast. I think it's Educated underscore Food Podcast. <laughs> um, blanking is early on the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, so, so yeah. you know, still ain't fully awake. Man, it's, it's eleven on the East Coast, out, <laughs> out. Man, get out of here! It, it's early. Uh, up late last <laughs> night because uh, we recorded on a Friday, so it was Thanksgiving yesterday, and will lead into our check-in, man. How was was your holiday, man?
1: How was it? Man, it was so good. Um, We spent the holiday in two different places. So I went to get my mom, because right now my mom is in a physical rehab because she had knee surgery. So she's like trying to walk on the knee again and learn how to walk again. She's doing great, though. Like she did really good yesterday uh, walking on her leg. So she's good, but I. <laughs> what's funny enough is I had plans to go to my sister's house because my sister and her husband just bought a house recently. And um, shout outs to them. My sister is a listener. So shout outs to y'all for being homeowners. Yay. Um, and so she was determined to have the family at her house. And we was like, cool. You know, they did nothing. Let's do it. You know, my sister throws down. So um, she had the family at her house. So I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom, like we're going over my sister's house for dinner and you know make just your, make yourself ready i'll come and get you she was like well you can go over your sister's house but i'm going to my sister's house so i was like what and she was like yeah you can just drop me off at your aunt's house and then you can go to your sister's house i said oh excuse me <laughs> excuse me already got plans so um, went and got my mom from the center, dropped her off at my aunt's house, uh, stayed there, ch- chopped it up with my aunt and my cousins and all that for a little while. Went to my sisters, then had to come back to my aunt's house to pick my mom up, chop it up with my cousins again, who were th- who weren't there the first time. Then had to take my mom home uh, or to the to the center, and then yeah, we came home and crashed. Man, it was a marathon uh, yesterday. How about it you? Was, it was good.
0: We this is our first year um, only picking one family. So, historically, since my wife and I have been married, mm-hmm. we would do both families, right? So, our families live about an hour and a half away from each other. Yeah. So, my family usually yeah. eats, you know, around 3, 4 o'clock. So, we kind of eat early. Uh, because people will want to go to other places and eat more food. So, we eat early. <laughs> uh, and then we would Got hop it. in the car, drive an hour and a half to her family, and then <laughs> eat dinner with them. Uh, but... Yeah, this was this year. I was like, "Hey, look, we got two babies now. It's a lot more work to like get us going." Yeah, y'all get one holiday this year, so I gave my family Thanksgiving. Um, so we stayed at just my mom's house all day. Family came to us, so it was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Mom obviously has me cooking a lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw those tops. Oh, man, them chops, man, those um, chops though, look good as a. <laughs>
0: but actually that I, I was thinking about it yeah. after I post it. I know what I want to get rid of. Actually, uh-huh. maybe I don't want to get rid of. I'll let you decide. What's These up? people posting struggle meals and struggle plates on social media. <laughs> like oh. uh. yo, y'all need to chill. Like if you you mm-hmm. know when your food is like, or maybe you don't know when your food is trash. I saw some greens posted on Instagram, or I think it was on Twitter. I swear, green, they look like leaves. Like they just picked up some leaves off the ground, threw them sits on the plate. They were so dry. I was like, yo, where, what, what is this? What are y'all doing here? Like, are y'all doing this on purpose? Like, y'all, y'all trying to go viral? Like, you know that that's not how green's supposed to be.
1: I have no words like we should just have an international moratorium (laughs) on social media for Thanksgiving like Mark Zuckerberg should just cut y'all Facebook cut y'all Instagram TikTok no more like none of that shit until Thanksgiving is done one you should be spending time with your family and not being on social media and all that kind of stuff like that oh this plate about to get smashed (laughs) nobody cares nobody cares
0: so so for those who don't follow me um, we not a big like we are a turkey family, but we do it a certain way. So this year I didn't fry a turkey or I didn't smoke it. So if we don't fry or smoke a turkey, we ain't really doing turkey like that. So I made lamb chops instead. Right. And my mom has this huge like griddle outside, so I was grilling. A ton of butter to and garlic. Good, like. bro. So it looked good. I was like, yo, this actually looks good. But I only posted to people who know me. I didn't post like on Twitter. Right. And all these other things. It was like, let me share this with people that are close with. Yeah. But that's, if you're going to share food, you should share food like that. Y'all need to get y'all plates up out of here. Uh, mm. But then I thought about it, like, people just don't know that they food trash. Because no. right? this is what you grow up with, right? So, like, this is what you grow up with. So, they, when they you, do. like, they you do. don't know what you don't know. So, you don't know your greens do not supposed to be dry. <laughs>
1: like. <laughs> I mean, they, y'all, y'all really y'all really giving people hell out here with these goddamn champagne wishing kool-aid sipping ass plates like this is too much it's that, too true. much somebody has some beans that look like
0: gravel like they were so dry i'm just like Ew. yo just stop like, just stop. just stop and that's funny because you know everybody got that got that family member where you' like I ain't made food like we'll go over there we talk we say hi but we ain't eating over there. <laughs> like
1: no, we're not eating we, over there, we're not doing that. No, like, no. Walk in the house, smell like, like hot dog water. Like, no, no, we just ate. No, we just ate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We just sorry. ate somewhere else. Sorry. We now. we had McDonald's. <laughs> 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 the prepackaged shit. Because I don't want none of I don't want none of this. Uh, I that but I mean, it was good though. Oh my god. And then you got. Oh, you got those relatives that be having goddamn animals all over the place. So the animals roaming around, and oh wow, this my dog house. Put that motherfucker up. Put him up. Don't nobody want these animals around our
0: food. Hairy ass cats like yo, I'm not eating nothing in this house. And I don't know why people think they pet is the oh, only God. pet that don't like shed. They're <laughs> like my pet don't. Man, what are you talking about? All this, all this fur. You don't think you don't think this fur going anywhere? What
1: are you talking about? Yes, it does. Hold up. So, speaking of speaking of like showing out and all other kind of stuff like that with like weird stuff, I have to I have to mention this. And my sister is probably going to hate me for this. But <laughs> my my baby nephew, uh, we call him Peanut. Peanut is out of control. So, he <laughs> as people were coming in the door yesterday. Um, his older brother was sitting there with the game, like, playing the game at the dining room table. And so Peanut, he's only, uh, what, Peanut's two years old or three years old? He gets up on the table and, like, spreads across the entire dining room table and is, like, playing with the game with, like, kicking his feet on the table. (laughs) As people are walking through the door, they like, is the baby on the table? Peanut, like, yo, I'm chilling. This is my everyday existence. Like... You said this is your sister's uh,
0: first Thanksgiving at her crib, right? Like, throwing it. Ask her to do that shit again. Uh (laughs) Because, yo, you be so excited to host at your house for the very first time. But, yo, that cleanup, you be like, man, I ain't doing this again.
1: (laughs) But you know what? With my sister, she probably will because she is the, the holiday queen. Like, she loves holidays. And so every day is an opportunity for her to just deck the house out. Like, she had fucking little pumpkins and stuff going up the driveway, as, as up the walkway. I'm like, oh, Lord. And I told my brother in law, I'm like, control your wife, man. He's like, that's your sister. Dang, that, I'm like, oh, man. That's my
0: God. wife. We, when we host, we host. Like, <laughs> it's like, we got all these. Pretty serving dishes, all these pretty dessert type little shot glasses and dishes. Like when she when she hosts, it's like you going to a wedding. I'm like, Man, uh-huh. this is too much. You got much. This is too much. She's like, nope. Yeah, enough. we gonna host. We gonna host, and she gives an experience. And I'm just like, now nah, we gotta clean all these little bitty ass shot glasses oh that you throw your cheesecake in. You just could have made a regular ass mm-hmm. cheesecake, but Nah. You had to throw it in the shot glass and have it lined up perfectly.
1: I'm just like. That's my partner, too. My partner does that, like, especially when it comes down to food. Like, he's like, no, like, I'm not doing just no pizza and wings. Like, we're going to have baked chicken and macaroni and cheese and this and that and cabbage, corn slaw, cold this and cold cuts. I don't know, whatever. Right. Like, he's like, no, because uh, that pizza ain't food. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. Right. Right. That, yeah. that that's that international, you know, mentality. Right. Like we 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 think pizza's food. He like, no, that ain't food. That's just a side wow. dish.
0: Well, I like I said, lucky I'm married. So things have changed. But back then, man, it was definitely those uh, Taco Bell boxes. Let's go ahead and get these 24 tacos in this box. <laughs> uh, Let's okay. go ahead. throw this party okay. with okay. these yeah. pizzas and Taco yeah. Bell tacos. That's what we doing. Uh, ain't no more, ain't no more. Mm-hmm. That. She like go grill something, <laughs> go smoke something, right. make this mac and cheese. Which I felt like I arrived okay. this year. My mom gave me all authority over mm-hmm. the mac and cheese. Okay. She was like, "Hey, make the mac and cheese this year," and I was like, "I've arrived." Cause okay. a couple of years ago, ago, she, now now go, she cream wouldn't give it butter. up. She was still, she was still like, Hell no. uh, I mean, it's good, but like, mom, you know, you know, you know, I be killing the mac and cheese now, you know. I love. Right. Yeah. She like, "All right, she, she I will let like, you in. I'll let you, you in." Let you mac in. Mac and cheese. I was like I've arrived. I've made it. I have made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moms just giving me the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was good time. Yeah.
1: But you know one one dish I missed though at Thanksgiving, uh it since my since my uncle passed away, uh my great uncle. Me and him share a very common um love and affinity for share. one dish and one dish only scared I don't know what y'all doing and why y'all do it. But why when I go to Thanksgiving dinner at People's <laughs> House, they never have pig feet. I love pig feet. <laughs> My uncle gave me pig feet like like years ago. I think I was like 13 when he gave me pig feet for the first <laughs> time. And that shit was good. He seasoned it and like, you know, dude all the little <laughs> boy. I'm telling you, y'all come to my house next year for Thanksgiving, because I, I plan on doing Thanksgiving in my house next year. There will be a pot of pig feet in here. Uh,
0: so I promise you. I knew it was going to be a pig dish, but I didn't think pig feet. <laughs> wouldn't have guessed pig feet in the Pig feet. I said I was scared, I thought you was going to hit me with the chillings.
1: <laughs> no. What? Um, so, I... My stepfather, uh, God rest his soul, like he, he he was the only chitlins that I trusted, and even his chitlins kind of stank a little bit. So um, you got you got to clean them chitlins because mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. intestines, like that's that's so, that so dude.
0: My uncle's in since I'm still at my mom's house, So my uncle's in another room. He would have loved that answer. He would have loved yeah. pig feet. He eats every part of the pig. Like I, I don't be around it. I don't be around that often. Really, usually like when I used to live here with them, yeah. he would send me to a liquor store down the street um and get him pig ears. Pig ears. And he'd be like, yo, I need pig my ears? pig ears. Yeah. Like, you lucky, you my uncle. You lucky, you you handicapped in a wheelchair cause and the liquor store about mm-hmm. three miles away. So I'm not gonna let you wheel three miles away for these feet these ears. I'll go get them. But dog, oh, you nasty. Nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because
1: you can make some good crackling off of that, or some uh, some uh, pork rinds. Yeah, I, big ears, boy. Just, I just part of it, I'm like, yo, I'm good. I'm telling you. I'm good. He he. He'll eat. From the rooter to the tutor. I'm the flying is divine. Oh, but you threw me there. I didn't expect <laughs> my pig feet
0: for Thanksgiving. Only, mm-hmm. And this is crazy because when I yep, think of pig feet, baby. I think of pig feet just sitting once again in these liquor store. In a big old container, sitting in juices.
1: <laughs> oh, that's that pickle pig. I don't eat pickle pig feet. I don't like pickle taste. So oh, I think of big so that's all yeah, I no. think of.
0: it's pickle pig feet sitting in
1: the jar. I'm like, yo, y'all, mm-hmm. just yeah. Up. yeah, nah. I don't. I don't know whoever ate those pickle pig feet either, but they was always gone. Like I know kids eat. eat, eat, eat the kids ate like the the onion pickles and stuff like that, but like they would always have those like barbecue flavored like pickle pig feet, and they would always be gone. And I'm like, eat these. Somebody, my uncle, <laughs> probably somebody uncle. Won't be,
0: but won't be me. Well, you know, it was good. It was good to see family. You know, yeah. it was the first time we've been around family like that since COVID started, right? So um, it, it was good. Yeah. You know? Good family finally got to see the, the new edition. Uh, some people, first time seeing Carmen, she was, think, a couple months old. So, um, it's been, it was, it was good. It was yeah. good times. It was good times. So, you know, enjoy family. Um, enjoy the messiness of family. Um, and speaking of mm-hmm. messiness, Yep. the, mm-hmm. the Smiths, the Pinkett Smith family. Um, uh, <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm done with them. Like I can't. I don't want no more red table talks. I don't want no more interviews I, because I've learned way too much about they, Will and Jada's relationship. I've learned way too much, way too much, uh, and I'm over it. Like yeah. I read these stories and I'm yeah. like, do y'all like? It's okay
1: to divorce. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but they said they're not, because they have a enduring friendship, right? Like their marriage is more than marriage. Marriage is a friendship, an enduring friendship, an enduring friendship that will last forever. And so, you know, like they they fist bumped it I mean, bad, bad marriage. For I life. Get it.
0: Like I tell my wife all the time, we're gonna be angry roommates. But yeah, I don't even like Will and Jada, y'all friends, but I don't even think y'all like each other. Like,
1: Well, listen, so remember on Red Table Talk when Jada said that they they split up back in 2011 for like a little while because (laughs) of what Will did, right? Like for her birthday party, he thought he was doing some like a super extravagant thing, something nice for her. And she was like, this was driven by Will's ego, like just to be seen. She was like, he was all over the place doing all everything. And it wasn't about Jada. It was about Will being seen. And she did not like that at all. Like his his egocentrism, I believe she hits that shit.
0: I don't even think it's so when I like when I saw that and I heard that, right? And I watched that Red table talk, I was like, Is it yeah. was it his ego? Or you just married a hell of an extrovert and you're introverted. So he's out just being will. Yeah. And yeah. you're not that way. So you're like, yeah, oh true. he made it all about him. No, he's just entertaining our guest like you mad like somebody gotta do it you're yeah. not so right like I was so it was just right but and then will right because will is always there and ride and die for Jada right so he's like I realized it was about me like I threw the party for me he mm-hmm. was like no you didn't you threw it for your wife she has convinced yeah. you that you threw it for you you threw it for her and you were trying to make sure she had a good time and everybody there had a good time. Like, that's what we do. Like, that's what I'll do for my own yeah. It has nothing to do about me. Everything I'm throwing is for you. But right. while we're here, I'm entertaining right. our guests. I'm making the experience great and everybody have a fun time because that's what yeah. you want at your party. You want people to have a good time.
1: Right. And I would love to see like the footage of what it actually looked like, because to me, it sounded like Will, like you said, Will was just entertaining. Will is an entertaining person. He's always been an entertainer. So he's going to be that. And he's a super extrovert. So, of course, you always going to get the rah, rah, rah and less of the, you know, sitting in the corner playing your, your part. Right. Um, that's more of a Jada personality to be to the side, playing your part, observing the room, making sure everything's good and checking up, making sure, you know, we, we good in this space. But Will is the rah-rah, and that's what you're going to get. He was, when he was the Fresh
0: Prince. Like, like when they did that one episode where they yeah. showed you how they introduced themselves. Everybody was super mellow when they got their name introduced. Will grabbed the microphone. He performing like that. That's right. he is. Right? So he just did the same thing. That is who he party is. Entertaining people. He did nothing different. Now, throwing the party... Maybe yeah. he should have known better. Like she don't like parties, so I'm not gonna throw a party. So maybe that's where he slipped up. But right. to be like, it was all about his ego. I th- I thought that was kind of unfair. And like a lot of times, I feel like he be catching strays, and he has to like come back and yeah. like support of yeah. the stray that he caught at the red table talk, right? Like, yeah, she, like, yeah. weeks ago, right? She was like. She wasn't satisfied by him sexually or whatever.
1: <laughs> like just like, yo, babe,
0: babe, yo.
1: Well, wait, 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 wait. In Jada's defense, she she was saying that you know, like she had to you know teach him how to you know pleasure and please and stuff like that, which a lot of a lot of partners do, right? I mean, you're not having sex by yourself, and sex is an act that involves the pleasure of two people and so you you have to in in some in some instances you have to teach that person like i don't like this i want more of this i want this i don't like that and all that kind of stuff so i think that's where jada was going like you know i had to teach him you know how to be a little bit more pleasurable a little bit more intimate and all that kind of stuff like that but of course the boosies of the world took it as will can fuck and it's like no. <laughs> no i agree with you but there's a difference right and again we we do this podcast and we say things
0: and then after we say it we like oh we I wanted to phrase that differently right because it's a different thing saying like i have to yeah. teach him then we have to learn we have to learn each other's body we have to learn each other's movement right we have to learn Yeah, what each other like versus like I had to teach this nigga everything. And that's my first N-word for like maybe the whole (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Wow. You know what happened? Okay. When I get in Compton, the N-word like manifests Mm -hmm. itself back into my body.
1: (laughs) Can we can we can we just stop the trap for a second? Can we just stop the track for a second and realize? Can we can we come to grips with this? <laughs> we can't have dissonance with this, right, listeners? Your doctor, <laughs> Doctor Jeff Alexander, <laughs> just dropped an in bomb. <laughs> this this is a momentous occasion in history.
0: <laughs> I know. It's, it's Compton, man. It's, it it's, it's
1: it's in the air
0: when I'm here. It. When I get back into my right. house, I just feel like it It takes me. But once again, it's a difference from just like, you know, saying and telling the world, like, I have taught you everything you know about how to please, please me versus like we learned each other. Like we had to learn each other's boxes. That is facts. That is true. Like what, ha- what, what worked and turned your last partner on doesn't necessarily work for your new partner, right? Mm-hmm. You have to retrain, relearn right. and learn your partner's body, your partner's movements, their likes, their dislikes, right? Um so you can't you can't be a one trick pony out here in these streets. Women and fellas, right? Just because it work on one person don't mean it work on another. So y'all have to learn each other's bodies. So so that's what Absolutely. if I was well like you could have said that babe. <laughs> you out here got people thinking I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. And maybe that's why he was out running through women and then he was like like this week right he was in the interview for Richard. I don't even know how y'all even got on this. Y'all talking about your movie King Richard. How you going to talk about King Richard too? Mm-hmm. I was just having sex with women and I was getting, eventually I just started getting repulsed and was throwing up while I was orgasming. Like what are you talking about? Like, where, what are you talking about?
1: Yeah. They were like, he had psychosomatic episodes and I'm like what is, I had to look that up. I, had to, I was like I oh, this might be a new word for me, psychosomatic. And I had to look it up like, oh, like an aversion or an il- like a, an illness to something that's triggered mentally because of maybe trauma or something like that. I'm like, whoa, okay. Like you, you were orgasming and then getting sick? That's different. <laughs> that's real different. <laughs> Can't say I've never been there, but <laughs> that, that's different. Like I imagine you having like,
0: Wilt Chamberlain yeah. amounts of sex to to yeah. finally be like yo, I'm. This is this repulses me, but I'm still doing it. But it repulses me. Like I don't. Oh my god! I'm just like yo, oh y'all, I'm, y'all can stop. Y'all can stop. Y'all can stop. Y'all, can stop. y'all are killing wild. all the mystery yeah. and what made y'all relationship goals right. Everybody's like yo, Ooh. Will and Jay, there are relationship goals. Over like this last, sure. during and COVID, go.
1: this red table talk, you're like, mm, I don't really think so. Right, I don't Yeah. And, and, and that serves as a reminder to everyone out there, like stop looking at other people's relationship and saying goals this and do that and blah, 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 blah. Like some people on my Instagram be like, oh my God, you and your partner, like I love y'all. Yeah. And we show y'all great moments. We also show, you know, different moments and stuff like that. But, you know, every relationship has its bad moments. Every relationship has its downsides. Like, there is no perfect type of relationship, right? Like, it's just not. When you got two people, two different people coming together as a unit, things will never be super harmonious. It will never be absolutely 100% like you want it to be, right? That's just not how relationships work.
0: And so it's the reason why I stopped giving relationships. Yeah. And, Because people used to see like me and my wife and obviously we show you the good moments, right? Like we I would say Mm -hmm. in the twelve years we've been together, we like we don't when Mm -hmm. we're when we are in a moment but we're around people, we're around friends, like we don't really show that. So people don't never see us having a disagreement. Like that's something that we agreed upon early, like yeah, you know, whatever we going through, we go through it in our own in our own box. We do it at home. But we'll never do it in public. We'll never do it in front of people. We never do it. We try not to do it in front of Carmen, right? We try not to have these disagreements. So so people will come to us because right. they were like, Y'all always seem like y'all are connecting, y'all are good. It's like, no, there's there's we have our moments, like like every couple has. Right. So well, people will really. come to us for advice because they thought we had it together always. And for me, mm-hmm. stop giving advice because it's like I can't tell you how your partner is going to respond because I don't know your partner. I can only tell you what works for Giovanni, right? My wife, because I know my wife, right? Um, I know what makes her mad, even though I still do the yeah. shit that makes her mad. I know what makes her mad, <laughs> um, but also know, you know, how to have a conversation, how to mull it over, or, or how she'll respond or react if I did X. I don't know your partner. So I can't give you that advice anymore because I'm going to tell you something based on the reaction my wife will give. And then you do that and your partner gives a different reaction. Now you're looking at me sideways like, but I was like, because that works for me. So like, that's the one reason why I stopped giving relationship advice. And so it goes to your point. You need to stop looking for other people to solve whatever is going on in your relationship. There's only one way to solve that. And that's communicating with your partner. I will say too, communicating with your partner or going to therapy, um, with your partner to talk to you, talk through whatever issues y'all have out, but reaching out to even people who I know have been married, you know, for, you know, 20 plus years, right. Or more, right. Where I see, like, I see that as a right. successful relationship, I can't model my, I can't model my marriage after their marriage, two complete different people right so that's one reason why i stopped giving the relationship advice and that's one reason why y'all should be listening to will and jada for for relationship advice because clearly their relationship is very different than majority of people relationships out there so they can have entanglements yo ass can't absolutely
1: period yeah because they admitted that you know finally admitted that you know they do have an open relationship which Mm -hmm. we we kind of all concluded that to some degree or another over time, because Will and Jader are not not known to different circles and different communities as, you know, a, a, a marriage that has some, you know, some some open ends. Right. Uh, and, and that's cool, too. That works for them. That's their contract. Right. Like that's their uh, marriage is a legal contract. And, and, and is well, not only is it a legal contract, but it's also a, a, a spiritual contract between two people. Right. Like this is what we're going to do as a unit. This is how we operate as a unit, and everybody can't operate in those same modes. And everyone can't do things that exist in other relationships because that's not how your relationships work. That's not the person that you're with, right? And so you have to find another another modus operandi and do what works for (laughs) y'all, because you ain't gonna get no Will and Jada if you're not with a person who's like Will or Jada.
0: Thinking for. You gotta do the difficult part and yeah. let go and move on. Right? Like we had this conversation exactly. last night. Uh it's like, yo, yes, it's leaving someone, especially if you've been with them for for years. Right? It's it's difficult to step yeah. away, walk away and go about y'all separate ways. Right. But if y'all are if it's not mutually beneficial for you all, and I guess that's I guess that goes back to, you know, how Will and Jada say, like, they're lifelong partners, right? Because there's still something mutually beneficial for yeah. them in this relationship, right? They still very much value what they have. While it might not be what, quote unquote, is traditional for a lot of us, um, it's them, and it works for them. Yeah. So all jokes aside, saying so they need to leave Absolutely. each other. It's all jokes aside. Like, there's something there that they have agreed upon, mm-hmm. right? And it works for them. When that doesn't work for y'all anymore, If you can't figure out how to get to where it's mutually beneficial for both parties, yo, for all people involved in your mental health involved, y'all need to separate and move on. Like, I'm not benefiting anybody. Like, y'all are miserable. You make the people around you miserable. Like, when y'all come around, you're like, here they come. What they arguing about (laughs) today? Like, what are they.
1: Here here they go. Here they go. go Right? So. Here they go. And actually. It's so funny because my friends, after I got out of my last relationship, my friends were like, y'all were that couple, right? Like me and my ex would come around arguing and like, I'm a big person where I'm like, don't embarrass me in public. Anything that you have for me, keep it for me until we get home. If you embarrass me in public, if you go, if you go up to eight on me, I promise you, you'll get 25 in return. If we're out in public, don't ever Embarrass me in public, right? Save it. And so we would be that couple that'd be like fighting in the car and fussing. And then, like, I remember a couple times our friends invited us out, and he got out the car and was like, I'm not going. And I'm like, Bye, bitch. You know? <laughs> um, so I disagree with you when you say people who um have been together for a while, it's hard to leave. When we decided to part ways, that shit was the best day of my life. <laughs> I saw sunshine and flowers for the first time that, in years. That goes years. to my point, though. <laughs> y'all should have been separated years before
0: when y'all finally come. Up, right, we should have. We should have. It so was ego driven.
1: Right? It was ego so driven. That ego-driven. goes to my
0: point. People stay together way longer than they should. Yeah. When, when we know it's a bad mix, they definitely. So do. Your friends are like, "Yo, you should have been away from that person three years ago, and you still kept I was holding on, fighting for no reason at all." So you just speak to my point. Like, yes, it was the greatest day yeah. ever for you,
1: but oh, yeah. you were like two years delayed. Yeah, that relationship <laughs> should have been over seven months in. Like, there were things that happened seven months in that should so, have ended that relationship.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, hey, sometimes things fix, but there's a difference between quirks and flaws, and I tell people this all the time, right? Like, if your partner has a quirk that, like, frustrates you, make you mad, Okay, that's something you can work around, you can be an adult about, get over and figure that out, right? Like, my sarcasm is the quirk that drives Mm -hmm. my wife crazy, because everything I do is sarcastic. Even if Mm -hmm. I'm like, she can literally ask me to be like, hey, can you go put this dish away? I'm going to say something sarcastic, and for no reason at all. Very innocent Mm -hmm. (laughs) request. I'm going to say something Mm -hmm. sarcastic.
1: Look. I just, I just, I just text my partner something sarcastic, and I'm getting cussed out right now. Like literally, right now, as we speak, I'm getting cussed out.
0: That is the one thing that drives her absolutely crazy. I'm like, that's me. I drive everybody crazy because I'm always sarcastic, right? But that's a quirk that we figure out. Like, if it was a flaw where I was just completely disrespectful and didn't respect her at any point in our like ever, and was always down talking to her, cussing her out, doing all these other things, that's a character flaw that's never going to change. Right. So you gotta always yeah, for sure. differentiate what's yeah. a quirk, a crazy habit I don't like, versus like this crazy damaging flaw. Like, oh, this person cheated on me for the first four months of our relationship, but it'll be better. Maybe. Yeah. But
1: my research says yeah. Not. yeah. No. Probably not. No. No. Or if that's you know, if that's the agreements that y'all have, then that's fine. Like open relationships or, you know, just a, a, a non-conventional relationship. It does not even necessarily that it's open, but that it, it is left up to your interpretation, what that looks like on a continual basis. And y'all reevaluate that on a continual basis. That's completely fine, too. You know, like there's nothing wrong. Uh, and, and I don't have a definitive term for that. But I personally call those relationships fluid relationships, right? Like every day. You, you get to change the lay of the land and, and decide what it looks like and so if you got a more of a fluid relationship then you know by all means have at it do you
0: they off a little bit because I just watched a documentary on HBO max um and okay Google, there's oh, there's no I in threesome right it's a documentary there's no I in
1: threesome. Oh. where
0: this it's okay a documentary from these from this couple. And they recorded all themselves on like GoPros and all these other cameras, right? And they have like an up relationship, okay. swingers. They like to do all these things, right? That's how their relationship is kind of based on. And yep. at one point during his documentary, he allows his wife to um, kind of have, you know, I would say a polyamorous relationship, like start dating another man or bring another man in her life, right? And okay. Through the midst of the documentary, she falls out of love with her husband that she's with, and in love with the man that she started this polyamorous relationship. Right, and so she ends up leaving her husband in the midst of this. And for me, but for well, that's me that moment, <laughs> like, and I understand there's people out here doing this polyamorous thing successfully. And congrats to y'all. But that just really? reinforced in my head, like yo, you never bring anybody else to your relationship. Like he never, like he took your girl. and You in this documentary, yeah, alone, like crying, yeah. and like he was broke. He was broken up, like broken up. Wow. because she literally just like fell so hard for this other guy. Because I don't know, he was fulfilling needs that her current husband wasn't right, and she just ended up completely leaving him all together. Not even like we're gonna do this. I'm not gonna like. I was like, yo. That's crazy, but that's all. That's a whole nother thing. But HBO Max, yeah. there's no yeah. I and threesome. I didn't even. I was like, what is this? And then I just got caught up in it. I was just sitting there watching yes. things I watch when I'm home alone. But like, it was
1: just like, okay, I'm. A, you know what? Actually, while I'm getting dressed for today, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch. Cause <laughs> like, you can. And, and, and one of the things I will say, and, and, and since we're here, since we veered off here, let's 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 park here for a minute, right? Like. One of the things about polyamory that I know to be true is that, you know, polyamory can be a great thing if everyone comes into the relationship polyamorous. If you are not a polyamorous person, then a polyamorous relationship is not going to work for you. Right. Like if you have a partner who's poly and you agree to be poly because of your partner, then one, you're not actually poly. Um, you need to go study on it. You need to go learn about it, what it is, what the emotions are, what the attraction is, all that kind of stuff like that. You need to think outside of yourself, like a little bit more, you know, uh, physically and emotionally about what it means to be with more than one person and love more than one person, mm-hmm. because it's not just about sex, right? Like it should be about intimacy. emotion, feeling, relation mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Intimacy, all of that stuff has to be involved in order for it to be poly. If if it's not poly, you just swingers. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's just about sex, then y'all just swinging. Y'all with, y'all right. and that's fine too. But call it what it is. Also, polyamory. polyamory. It
0: is consent and agreed upon by all parties involved. By like everyone in this relationship agrees yeah. that this is what we are. Yeah. Like, so I don't want, because I know people who listen. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to be here cheating. Like I'm in a polyamory yeah. relationship. That's not how that works. That's not how that works.
1: That's not. That's not how it works. Work. She don't know, fool. She ain't in no polyamorous relationship. Your, your ass is other partner. <laughs> your other partner knows
0: them. Right. Y'all have all agreed mm-hmm. what this is going to be like, right? Y'all have set rules. Like y'all have all these things put in place yeah. to make sure, like what ha- didn't happen with this couple. She ran off with the other. <laughs> So, yeah, but yes, yeah, another thing, another tangent. HBO Max has literally took BET Plus's bag. Like, like, if y'all don't, if y'all don't have HBO you. Max, they, they got Different World, they got Martin, they got, they got like every really black is. sitcom you would want on HBO Max, now, which used to be a BET Plus thing. That's the reason why I had BET yep. Plus. I was like, I'm gonna support, even though y'all the most expensive streaming service. <laughs> I'm going to support my yes. people. I'm going to support Tyler, and because he got Martin, he got Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. Now HBO Max got all that. So BET Plus, y'all, y'all, y'all about to get out the paint. I'm going to keep my ten dollars a month or whatever I was paying fifteen dollars or something like that. <sighs> HBO Max. Yeah.
1: I had to let them go uh, after I watched the first season of the Miss Pat Show. I had to let that go, boy. I was like, "Ooh, this is too much."
0: So, HBO Max it
1: lit right now. Tell
0: y'all, they got hang on Mr. Cooper. Been on that at work, so. Oh yeah, they took that back. Oh yeah, we got about twenty minutes. Where do you want to take it? We got, we've been light, but we got some. You know, I think we should talk mm -hmm. about some real stuff.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah. So let's pivot a little bit. I do want to talk about the McMichael case, right? Um, so bringing us to a, a little bit more of a mellow place in the, in the podcast today um, with the, the Travis McMichael and the Roddy, uh, whoever his name was, um, and uh, Travis's dad, right? Um, so we just recently learned this week uh, we're very thankful for the fact that we were able to get a guilty verdict. Because uh, and if anyone uh, doesn't know about the McMichael case, it has literally um, in the community been called the uh, Ahmad Aubrey case, or it's known as the Ahmad Aubrey case, even though Ahmad Aubrey is not on trial because he's not alive. Um, it's the McMichael case. Uh, it's the two siblings, the, the dad and the son, who killed Ahmad Aubrey and the Roddy, whoever his name last name is, uh, who recorded the whole incident. It's their case. And so they were on trial for the death of Ahmad, who was literally jogging through a neighborhood, stopped like we all do at a construction site just to check on the progress of a new house that was coming up in the in the neighborhood and continued jogging down the street. Now, they made an argument that they they were trying to attempt a a citizen's arrest because they believe that Ahmaud Arbery was the person who was committing a string of thefts in the neighborhood that they had somehow uh, made to be a thing, even though the po- local police department uh, said that that was a lie. There were no string of thefts that were reported or incidents that they've even heard of in the, the neighborhood uh, in Brunswick, Georgia, that um, that, that were to be true about, you know, a robbery or anything like that. Like there were no string of robberies or anything like that in the neighborhood. So they're not exactly sure what, where that came from. But what I will say is whiteness has a way of defending itself in, in, in trumped up lies, right? Like these are the lies that whiteness uses uses to defend itself all right and, and white supremacy uses to defend itself so you have lies about you know strings of thefts in the neighborhood and things of that nature which by the way even if there were strings of thefts in the neighborhood in brunswick georgia is it's, it's, it's pretty white in that neighborhood that they live in and so chances are it's probably a white person committing those th- those crimes right crimes by association So you had what was known to not be true, um, string of crimes in the neighborhood, but what was true that these three men chased this young man down who was just jogging through the neighborhood and killed him. Like literally attempted to have him stop and put his hands up and be arrested by these white men. And that is white supremacy within itself, right? Like that is racist mentality to think that you have the Supreme privilege to stop a young man who was just out jogging and for him to say uh, and for you to say put your hands up you're under arrest and for him not to respond to you their argument was that he was trying to take the gun or whatever have you yeah i would have tried to take the gun too if you were trying to shoot me or you were pointing a pistol at me i mean uh, not a pistol a shotgun at me that could literally tear a hole through my my body yeah i would do that too and so it was a, a tragic situation and we were on the fence. Uh, I, I think I speak for the collective black community when I say we're, we're on the fence because we don't know how this thing will go. Uh, we know when white people get into a courtroom and, and cry white tears like we saw in the uh, was that young boy in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Right? Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, as we saw with Kyle Rittenhouse, he just got off because he went up there and cried self-defense and cried white tears and got off. Uh, we thought for sure that this could go either way. And luckily it went the way it was supposed to, where it was found that these men did in fact kill this young man because, you know, it, it, I mean, the proof was was right there on camera that Roddy, whoever his last name is, had, right? Like he created the evidence that, that put the nail in the coffin for them. You know, like they accosted this young black man and, and shot him when they said that they were... Attempting to when when he was attempting to get the gun, which was not true, and it was clearly visible that they just shot him and killed him on site, and his mom and dad had to sit there and watch that over and over again. They had to watch their child get shot so many times, and have a defense attorney call their child literally a criminal because they said he didn't have on the attire that joggers were supposed to have on. This young man had on, you know, some khaki shorts and stuff like that. He went out jogging in what he felt comfortable. Why not? So, yeah, I, I was OK with the the verdict. I still think that we, you know, um, like like Zellie Amani said, he's an activist out of um, out of New Jersey. He mentioned, you know, I can't feel a, a collective sigh of relief right now because. We shouldn't be victims, right? Like we Ahmad Arbery should be alive and there should be no McMichael trial. They should have left him alone and call the police if they felt that he was a threat to the community. But instead, whiteness did what whiteness does, which is take matters into their own hands and destroy the life. So yeah, I'm sorry, I, I went on too long, but yeah.
0: So one thing I one thing I realized when we posted the video or posted our podcast from on Monday. Because remember we were having technical issues last week. Mm-hmm. We, we we talked about Young Dolph, yeah. which obviously didn't get recorded. And one of those things I said that was trending was black men deserve to die old, right? And yes, the crazy thing about this case in particular, it almost never happened. Like I think I think people fail to yeah, realize right. that this almost didn't go to trial. And why didn't it almost go to trial? The timeline. Just think about it. Ahmaud Arbery was murdered by. Travis and Gregory McMichael, along with I think Michael Bradley or whatever is the third guy's name. Um, Roddy Bryan. They, they murdered this man in February. February. Mm-hmm. Cops interviewed him in February. Yeah. They were calling him, you know, I'm glad I did it. Like, literally, you can see all this on the body cam how they were talking about Ahmad Arger after they murdered him. Right? In February. Yeah. No one knew anything about it. No one knew anything about it. Nope. Video Not comes anything. out in May. Right? Then mm-hmm. it goes viral because now we know a black man was murdered in Georgia for simply jogging by three white men, chased down, mm-hmm. and murdered by three white men in Georgia. 20, 20 lynching. Right. That's that's what it was back in the day. They would chase us down and they would kill us and get away scot-free. That would happen if that video was never released and never went viral. It wasn't until that video was released. That video went viral. People start calling for an investigation, calling for the arrest of these three men that they finally were arrested. They killed him in February, March, April. It wasn't until May. Three months. Before they were arrested for it. And they were only arrested, please believe, because of social media and that video going viral. Yeah. That is. Absolutely. When you talk about white privilege, that's it in a nutshell. When you talk about white supremacy, we talk about racism. That's white privilege. That this is exhibit A that three men can chase an unarmed black man and gun him down with a shotgun and literally lied to the cops until the cops would shape the story however they want. And these cops say, oh, that has to be right. This is a black guy. These are white men. It has to be the truth. Yeah. Like, so when it's ridiculous. Black people are apprehensive or worried, concerned or scared with how the verdict is going to go when to us it's clear that they are guilty of murder. And we still are sitting here like, yo. He, they can walk. They can walk. Like really preparing yourself for yep. like, don't be surprised if this is not guilty. Like that is. Yep. Like. The the mental anguish that we have to walk with every day of our lives, knowing that our lives don't matter to y'all. Like it don't. Like we're 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 disposable unless we providing you new dances on TikTok.
1: We right that you still still and make money off of,
0: or you know. We providing you, fashion, language, your every sense of being in America is black. Like we, we are the culture. Yep. And but yep. we're still like our bodies are disposable, and that's like that's the part that is mm-hmm. sad, maddening, frustrating. Um, because yeah, the trial almost didn't happen. Like that is crazy to think about. Like it. That this crowd almost didn't happen, and it wouldn't have happened if a video didn't go viral. Like, as Black people, we got to walk around with body cams. Like, don't provide castle body cams. Provide us, every Black person in America with body cams, so we <laughs> can walk around in this world and have everything filmed, so y'all can see the lived experiences that we have to go through. All right. So, um. 'Cause it's ridiculous. I am um, and I this is the hard part, right? As it relates to, you know, prisons and our justice system. Because right, you can't feel like there's any amount of justice that has been done because they still get to walk, live and breathe. Yes, it's in jail, but they, they're still here. They still get visiting hours, they still get phone calls. A right. Arbery doesn't have any of that. Right. He doesn't have any of that. He doesn't. And I'm not a fan of the death penalty, because once again, one death doesn't bring back another. So, like, what does that do? Right? Um, So, it's hard to be like, yay, they go into jail. Okay. Like, that's that's not... Mm -hmm. I mean, for some, that's justice. For some. But it just doesn't feel the same. Right. It doesn't. Like, the math is off for me there. Mm -hmm. Like, it is. Like... One plus yeah. one doesn't equal two in, the, in these situations for me.
1: I it, this this always bothers me, right? Like, and it started bothering me really bad. Like, like we we've had an episode before where we talked about Black Lives and like you know what 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 have been some triggers for us in our past and all that kind of stuff like that. But I have to come back to that conversation because. Literally, Rodney King wasn't enough for me because I was, I was too young to understand the complexities of what that was. When Trayvon Martin was killed back in 2014, that's when it hit home for me. Like I, I laid in my bed crying because, and, and what sparked my emotional distress wasn't even like the incident itself. It was literally hearing that boy crying for his mother in those final moments of his life. That brought me to tears and I can only imagine what that feels like to hear your child call out your name before they die right because they know that they're in distress they know that these might be their final moments that is heart wrenching to have to sit there and replay that over and over again and you know, that is the, the trauma that is enforced on black bodies and, and people of color in America, right? Like, you literally have to sit through hearing your child being defamed, being murdered, being harassed, abused, and things of that nature in America in 2021. It makes no sense. It is no. It is nonsensical. To hear that. And I'm tired. I am tired of it. Like, I am completely tired of it. That's why when my, like, younger cousins and some of my mentees and stuff like that, when they're like, you know, white people just da-da-da-da-da, and they start to whisper. you You know how people of color be like, white people. I'd be like, no, say white people. You will say it. Because if it is white people enforcing traumas on you, call it what it is right? If it is white supremacy at play, call it what it is. Let's not be ashamed to call a thing a thing, right? Like Iyanna might be a whack job, but one thing she had correct was <laughs> call a thing a thing. And this is the thing that is constantly being placed on us all the time is that we don't have the power or the agency to even call it what it is, let alone deal with it and, 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 and face the traumas of it. You know, so I'm just, I, I'm, I'm over it. I'm over all of it.
0: I I overstand. You're saying call it, you know, call a spade a spade, right? Like, call it what it is because we do that to each other all the time. We, we, we quick to call out one of our own. We quick to hold one of our own accountable. Um, But then when we do, when another, right, a white person victimizes us, right? We, we, That's Mm -hmm. when we tend to go quiet. We tend to go silent. We tend to be um, a lot more passive with it. Why? Why? Because they not. They not. It's ridiculous. It's not. We don't even have to be guilty. We'd be having a barbecue in the park. They gonna call the cops on us. Exactly. Because they don't like our presence. Or we can legitimately defend ourselves and yet we still become victim because they they're not quiet about it so stop being quiet
1: right oh it's black people it's gonna get violent it's gonna get no it's not gonna get violent we're gonna have a good time and y'all gonna look at us like we crazy because we having a good time and you don't understand why we're having such a joyous occasion and how we even can do that but it's not for you to understand it is the they don't power that's crazy because they don't
0: understand they look at us with envy in their eyes. Mm. Envy.
1: Like,
0: yes. Yep, am right. right. Like, why? Why are y'all so happy? Right? Why are y'all so happy? We have literally done everything to not make you happy, and yet you're still happy. Right? Yet you still have all this black joy. Even though we were discriminating yep. against you daily. We're making your job and your life harder than it has to be on purpose. And yet Y'all still yep. can get together on a Thanksgiving and be fantastic and spectacular. Laugh, cackle. hmm There's nothing brings me more yep. joy than black people laughing. Because that's just a show in itself. Oh, I'm yeah. victim of it too. I'm the I when I am ready to laugh, when I have a full belly opening laugh, I'm all I'm all with the anim- <laughs> animations. All that. I'm up running. Right. Doing all that. No, that's, real. that's that's what it is to be black in America. No matter what y'all do. No matter how much y'all really? try to keep us down. No matter how y'all try to hurt us. We keep, we keep moving. We keep rocking. We keep the joy going. And we're going to keep love for each other. But we're going to keep holding y'all accountable. And we need to do it more. All right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, I ain't got nothing else. Mm. I've already done. Technically, my educated or mm. a foolish uh and as well, opening. A-
1: <laughs> well, I got one more. Go yeah, just one more, real quick. All right, let's 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 bring up the mood again, right? So this week, this week, okay, educated or foolish? This week. Well, a couple weeks ago, Summer Walker dropped an album, right? And it was still over it. She was talking about the situation between her and London on the track, and her having a baby, and feeding the baby oats and goat milk, and uh, all that kind of stuff like that. Damn near killing the baby. Um, but still, you know, being with London and how she's over it because he did exactly what social media said he was going to do to her and she didn't believe it, right? Um, He showed her his hand and she did not believe that that hand was sufficient. So, she recently, you know, came out on social media with another boyfriend or, or, you know, someone else, which is great, you know, good for you, you got a new boo, but they got matching tattoos on their faces of each other's names. And... (laughs) Her name's Summer. Of course, he has Summer across his brow. This dude's name is Larry. <laughs> she got Larry tatted on her face. <laughs> so I ask you, brother, educated or foolish, was this an educated move or a foolish move for her to get Larry tattooed across the face?
0: You know, man, there's times where I can play the... This- you know, play both sides and be like, oh, it's educated in this sense, but foolish in this sense. So when you first mentioned she got a tattoo, you left out a key detail. Okay got on her fucking Full face.
1: It's on her face. Foolish. Foolish.
0: Exactly. And this is and and this is coming or from the no. guy who has his wife's initial tattooed on his finger right and I'm showing the camera just in case we both. Mix, mm-hmm. right finger yep right? gotcha so I can't be like oh never yeah. get your partner's name on you because I have my wife initial on my ring finger right so fair you know where I don't have it though in my face <laughs> on your face uh, that's one <laughs> Two. she's my wife somebody I have committed my life
1: to and
0: trust me when I say I've committed my life to this woman like this is what it's going to be right yeah so foolish what are you doing like I imagine y'all haven't been together that long like I imagine so no I'm not a fan of face tattoos in general I feel like Amber Rose ruined herself when she <laughs> tattooed her forehead or whatever the hell she did. It's just it it takes away from your natural beauty, your natural features. But you, Summer, put Larry on your face. Larry, Larry, Larry. I have two Larrys in my family. I love them to death. They my uncles, great uncle and my uncle. Right? <laughs> ain't no Larrys on me. I ain't put no Larry. Like, oh, boy, when y'all break up, he can get away with it. He can be like, yo, that's my favorite season. <laughs> right? Like, yo, I, love, yeah. I just love summer. So I had yeah. my favorite season on my face. He can go and he and I don't even know who he is. So he ain't got no career or whatever. You now going to have to go to the extreme to cover up Larry, which is going to make an even crazier, bigger tattoo. I don't even know where it is on your face. Foolish. I'm done. I'm I'm so I'm so done. I, I can do a whole episode on this. Right? On Larry. On Larry. Like that's crazy. <laughs> that's, like people thought I was crazy for getting my daughters tattooed on my wrist. That's my wrist though. Mm. Not my face. Yeah. That my kids. Those your kids. You got a random ass Larry on your face. Yeah. You just you put you just should have put an L, because that's what you're taking here. You should put an L. Just put an L. <laughs> that's what you just took. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm not these And we out. For the SK Food Podcast, <laughs> I'm Dr. J. And we see y'all next week. And I'm Jarrell. <laughs> Peace.